Oh, hello, podcast land, and welcome back to episode five of the Tapstream podcast. I'm coming in at the last hour. Normally, I like to have these recorded by Saturday, but but uh, on Saturday, we ended up doing a 24-hour stream to celebrate the fact that I have been streaming for over three years. Uh, so if my voice sounds a little off, it is because I have spent the last chunk of time just speaking <laughs> nonstop and maybe maybe not as much towards the end of the 24 hour stream but i i am uh i am tired it is currently 10:05 p.m. on December 30th it is a sunday and uh i did not want to miss monday's podcast upload because we are rolling into 5 weeks in a row of this podcast um, earlier in the week, I did post my 2019 goals, and one of them was to complete an entire year of podcasting. Um, we've already got a, a month start, so I'm going to stick to it. I posted it on social media. That means it has to come true. So here we are, and we're going to go through this. Uh, the way this stream is always broken up is that we talk about what I've been watching, what I've been playing, and then some stream updates. Uh, we're going to do it in a bit of a different order this time. I'm going to go ahead and just talk about the 24-hour stream. We'll move on to Aquaman after that, and then, of course, we'll end the podcast with Twilight Princess and my thoughts on that. So uh, this isn't my first 24-hour stream. We did this last year uh, to celebrate two years of streaming, and that first one, I had never done anything like that before. Um, I The most times I had ever streamed was a 12-hour stream, and I had done those pretty regularly, and I I felt like confident. Like, honestly, 12 hours is nothing. I can do that any day of the week. So when we did the 24 hour stream and I hit that 12 hour mark, I remember thinking to myself, cause I had to, cause every four hours I take like a 10 minute break. So when I hit that 12 hour mark and I went to go take a break, I remember thinking in my head, I can't do this. And as I was sitting there, like snacking on some stuff I had in the kitchen, I started like working up an apology in my head and coming back to the streaming desk and just being like, guys, I don't think I can do 24 hours. I'm already feeling really tired and we're only halfway through it. But for whatever reason, I pushed through and, you know, the rest is history. We did the 24 hour stream and uh, it was a lot of fun. So cut to this year. And I knew that I wanted to do that again because I want to make the 24 hour streams like an annual celebration every time we complete a new year for the tap stream. So I knew it was coming. I had a better idea of what to expect, a better idea of preparing uh, mentally, because it it is it is a task that will chip away at you. Um, and I got to say, this year was a lot easier throughout the middle than it was last time. Like I got to that 12 hour mark and I knew I'd hit the halfway point and I was feeling really, really um you know, upbeat and, and energetic. I didn't think I had to keep apologizing like I did the first time about how tired I was. But I will say, I think, I think the end of this 24 hour stream was a lot harder than last year's 24 hour stream. And I honestly don't know why or what would be the case. Like I was reviewing some of the, the, the previous broadcasts and I could tell, like I was just I was gone. Like I was just kind of like humming and making noises, just trying anything to make the stream somewhat entertaining, but my mind was gone. And really, we didn't even get to finish Twilight Princess for the duration of the 24-hour stream. I think around the 22-hour mark, I ended up switching to Smash Bros cuz it was like it was like digital caffeine. I needed something to like get me back into it. 
And I mean, to be fair, playing a game for 22 straight hours, you're going to need a break. So I, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate I had that. I'm fortunate we still had people in chat that were going to, that were playing with me, mainly Arrowkin and Kiko Senpai. They, they immediately hopped on and started playing some Smash Bros with me and, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they definitely, they, you know that scene in Lord of the Rings where Sam carries Frodo? They were Sam, and I was Frodo up Mountain Doom called 24 Hours. Um, and so, and I mean, that that might be, I don't want to undercut anybody else. It's like, and this segues in nicely. I was really worried about what a 24-hour stream was going to look like on Mixer. Given the size of the platform, you know, that's always going to be one of the things that I come back to is that Mixer is definitely a smaller platform, which means less people are looking for the game that I'm playing. Um, and that generally means that numbers are probably going to be lower, which means chats are probably going to be more quiet. Um, and I was worried about that. But of course, because I don't know why I keep underestimating you guys. Everybody that hung out in the stream, everybody that hung out in the chat, kept the chat active and lively and wonderful and were easily the rock that I needed to keep going and go through the 24-hour stream. Um, I I haven't checked, but I'd be willing to bet for the entirety of us streaming, nobody else was playing Twilight Princess on Mixer.com, and yet you guys kept this one of the most entertaining streams I've ever had. So I do want to make sure that I am extending a full heartfelt thank you. Um, to the point that you can't see, but I'm I'm waving my arms because I'm so excited and happy. Um, and, and on top of that, another one of the worries that I had going in, um, you guys are no stranger to this if you've been watching the streams for a while. Mixer, again, not the top dog of the streaming world. It has it's known to have its stability issues when it comes to the website itself. There's there's been days where I go to stream and we just flat out can't because something's wrong with the the website, whether that be um, chat is broken or whether it be you can't load the video or you know things get desynced or everything is just buffering I am so fortunate that for an entirety of the 24-hour stream it was relatively hiccup free at least nobody complained too much about it I didn't hear any complaints about the stream not working and to me that that was so fortunate and then pair that with I mean anybody whether there's persons on twitch or the most stable platform in the world you still got to account for your own personal internet connection not going down my own internet uh, service provider hanging in there there was just so many things going into a 24-hour stream that always constantly makes me worried but now that i've got two of them under my belt i am so much more you know confident and happy with the way it turned out because one you guys are always amazing two i now know what to expect and i don't know i'm i'm already looking forward to ending season four with another 24-hour stream now one of the things we did differently this year that i didn't do last year was that i actually compiled the list of every quote of the week winner uh throughout the entirety of the year and we read through them periodically during the stream um now if you don't if, again i'm gonna pretend like you don't know what the stream is every week what i do is during the streams if somebody says something incredibly funny i nominate it for quote of the week and then on Sundays, I will compile every nomination for that week into a, an online poll and people get to vote on what was the funniest thing somebody said in chat for that particular week. And then, of course, on Mondays, I, I make a little post and post it on all the social media. And it's just a fun way to keep people engaged. Um, 
so I thought it was even fun that we would come to the season finale of the tap stream and, and just read them all throughout the stream. Um, we've got one more for the year of 2018. Um, and that's currently up right now. By the time you listen to this podcast, if you go to my Twitter or my Facebook, or if you're in the discord, look in the announcements, there's a straw poll for what is the funniest quote of the week this year, this week. And, uh, once that wins, I'm going to make a blog post at the tapstream.com slash blog. And, uh, you can read through all of them yourself. But that's not even, that's getting away from what I wanted to say. And at the end of season four, I kind of almost want to incorporate like a clip show. Like if we had like really, really funny moments, um, as a community, like, I don't want it to be something like I did that was funny. I want it to be something that's community interactive, funny, say for example, like, um, mute city madness. Like I want to have, I want to be able to like call upon those moments and be able to display those during the stream, uh, next year's stream. Of course we got a whole year ahead of us, so I'm just kind of planning out loud, but, uh, something to think about, something to make note here, uh, for next time. All right, so that will uh, that will bring us into what I've been watching. So I finally got to see Aquaman, uh, which is the latest entry in the DC Cinematic Universe? Question mark. I still don't know if this is something that's trying to be a continuous thing because I've heard reports that DC is trying to focus less on a connected world and more uh, on just individual stories, which I'm fine either way. Um, Regardless, I did get to see Aquaman, and unfortunately, I did not like this movie as much as I was hoping I would. Um, I'm always wary about reviewing DC movies, just because I know I will I will wear it. I am a Marvel fanboy, and I know it's easy to jump into that, well, you know, blah, 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 you just like Marvel better. Whatever. I still want the DC movies to be good. I'm still waiting for them to be good. I don't think Aquaman's good. To me, the, I think the thing is the biggest, the biggest problem that Aquaman had as a film is that it honestly felt like it was just all over the place. I never felt like a coherency that made me get attached to what the film was trying to put forward. Uh, the best way that I can describe this is if you've seen, if you've been to a movie theater in any of the last year, you've probably seen these commercials that AT&T has running where it's just like these genre bending like mashups where it'll start off as like, a very dramatic high speed. No, it wasn't high speed. It's like a very dramatic, um, tense moment of a bus, like coming around a mountain bend and something happens where the bus like falls and is like teetering on the edge of a cliff. And then as everybody's trying to escape, it suddenly turns into a musical and now it's a feel good musical movie. That's Aquaman. Honestly, like it will go from being this like romantic comedy to being this grandiose like underwater world where it's like the struggles of royal hierarchy and who belongs to what's family line and then it will switch to being like an adventure quest movie and then it'll like double down into being like a monster movie and it just it felt like it was struggling to find an identity and it, that whiplash of of you know trying to mish mismatch mix mash all these elements just didn't work for me and that's a shame because I really like Jason Momoa. I can't understate this enough. Jason Momoa as Aquaman is fantastic. And this movie is is at its height when Jason Momoa is getting to be, getting to be charismatic, getting to be the hero, and just flexing the Momoa uh, charisma. Now, where the movie fails is that anytime it tries to establish emotional weight to the lineage, the family lineage, or, or the stakes of the... Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Sorry. 
not a great movie reviewer, the antagonist, like any kind of stakes that the antagonist is trying to put forward, like it just comes across silly. And even with the the plot line with Manta, the other antagonist, the secondary antagonist, his motivations feel so cartoonish and like mustache twirling silly. And it's really ashamed me like how bad some of this dialogue can be. I've even joked about it on streams before that I think I'm making a new mantra. If there is ever a movie that has a scene where a character goes, that was awesome. I'm done. I'm out of it. I'm not going to watch this movie anymore. And if you're listening to this, you need to hold me accountable to this because I'm tired of it. Like, it's just, it's silly. It's absolutely silly. And that's not the greatest offense that this movie makes. It's just, it feels cheesy in all the worst ways. So... I mean, the this movie is, it has, I think I tweeted out, this movie's ceiling is, is, the height of this movie's ceiling is unfortunately as low as its floor. And that that is the problem with Aquaman. It is not consistent. There are moments, I will agree, there are moments that are fantastic, uh, particularly, um, again, to me, the strongest point of this movie is where it kind of becomes this adventure quest movie where we're seeing Aquaman and Mira like go out in, in search of items. I'm trying to keep it vague for spoilers. They're going out on in search for items um, for what they need for their journey. Those moments are actually really cool. There's a sense of adventure and levity to it that is just fun. And that's what these movies need. And then it it even it managed to blend in a monster, a horror monster movie feel to it in some sections of that adventure. And those were the strongest elements of this movie. If that could, if it could have like leaned into that more and focused on Aquaman and Mira's storyline rather than the botched antagonist buildup, I think I would have enjoyed this a little bit more. Um, and, and I don't know. I think, I, I think that's all I have to say about that. Um, would I be up for more Aquaman? Yeah, I think it did enough to want to see a sequel come and hopefully fix a lot of the problems I have. Because, I mean, these are, they they did enough great with the action that I'm on board. Okay, I can totally feel myself. I'm done. That's my thoughts on Aquaman. Unfortunately, the negatives do outweigh the positives for me. Um, but I'd, I'd love to hear what you think. Have you seen Aquaman? Um, if you have, let me know mention me at the tap stream on any of your social media platforms and I will find it and uh, let me know what you think about Aquaman. Maybe we, maybe we sync up. Maybe we don't. We'll find out. All right. So that's going to go ahead and move me into the, what I've been playing section of um, the podcast. And that I'm only going to sing focus on one game. Uh, I'm trying to keep this quick since I am just sleep deprived and need to get this uploaded as soon as possible. But um as I mentioned earlier in the stream, I just completed a 24-hour stream. For majority of that stream, we played The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, this was the first time I've ever played this game. Just to set the stage, um, Breath of the Wild was the very first Zelda game I ever played, and that came out on the Switch last year. Uh, after that, I was so in love with Breath of the Wild that it became my one of my all-time favorite games, and I have since been going back and playing all the Zelda games I've ever missed. We played Ocarina of Time last year during the 24-hour stream. I went and I played, um, I went and I played Wind Waker, and I've gone and I've played uh, A Link to the Past. So I knew that this year for the 24-hour stream, I wanted to keep the tradition of a Zelda 3D game alive, and we finally have checked out Twilight Princess. 
Uh, this game, I'm not going to lie, it does feel dated in some sections, particularly any, particularly any section that makes you have to ride Epona and fend off enemies um, or have to go on herding quest. Uh, that's where the movie, the I'm sorry, the game feels its weakest. But it's not nearly as dated as Ocarina of Time felt. And uh, clearly, duh, because Ocarina of Time is much older. But because of that, I think I'm actually really enjoying the feel of Twilight Princess. Um, we actually made pretty significant progress, but after about 20, 22 straight hours of playing, um, <laughs> I did unfortunately hit a wall on it. So I did get to finish it, but I will most definitely be coming back to it. We ended up clearing three dungeons, the forest, the fire, and the water temple. Um, and I last left off with getting the master sword. Um, the last area that I was kind of exploring was the Gerudo Valley, but I didn't get much more further than that. Just just because, again, it was, so, it was such a long, continuous playthrough that I was just at wit's end, um, and I, I just needed a break. Um... One thing I'm noticing that I'm doing more with Twilight Princess that I didn't do last time is that I'm much more incentivized to do side stuff. Uh, I haven't felt, felt this incentivized to do that since Breath of the Wild, and it's honestly been a lot of fun. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the controls are just nicer to walk around in. I am I am still on the fence about how I feel about the wolf-human switching, um, and I think I do lean a little closer to just wishing I could be Link the entire time. Um, the sections, divvying up the sections between being a wolf or being a, a human doesn't feel like it has a purpose to me other than to just be different. Um, particularly, it seems like a lot of times as the wolf, all I'm really doing is going around and searching for these insects that are holding light. Um, it just, it, it feels like it's a weird... Uh, contrast between the two styles of gameplay um but it's not enough for me to hate it it's just enough for me to 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 not be in love with it if that makes sense um so yeah i i'm i'm excited to get back to back to more of twilight princess and find out what we can do um i don't know how much longer i have apparently i've only gotten about halfway into the game so we still got another 24 hours ahead of us but it's sure as hell not going to be in one continuous playthrough all right, I'm calling it here. This not a good strong start for for uh, 2019, but thankfully this is the last thing I am making for 2018. So, um we did good. We did good. If you're listening to this, I I really appreciate it. I I wrote up a pretty lengthy blog over at the tapstream.com, the tapstream.com/blog about how I'm feeling about how this year was probably one of the hardest years I've ever had streaming. But I'm so fortunate that you all are here because it has made things easy. Um, I am a little worried that maybe that po that blog came across a little too boohoo-y, <laughs> but I hope what came across was just how much you all mean to me. Um, so thank you for making 2018 amazing. Uh, season four of the Tap Stream starts on January 2nd, 2019. Uh, we're going to be continuing The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Twilight Princess, and uh, I'm excited to see where we go. Um, I touched on this before. One of the things that I'm looking forward to is that I'm 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 cutting down the number of streams to three streams a week rather than six, and I will use the not, the new cleared up three uh, free days to work on other content. Um, I haven't really been talking about this a lot, but I've been posting a lot of clips to Facebook, and those clips have been averaging like 
500 to 800 views. Um, this latest one that I posted is at 1.1 thousand views. So I know if I just take time to make shareable stuff, to just get eyes on what I'm doing, I can grow this, this, I can help grow this community even larger and, and make clear steps forward and making this a full-time career. Um, it's going to hurt like hell, not streaming six days a week, but if I have to sacrifice that time now to ensure a much stable, long term success, it'll be worth it. It will most definitely be worth it. And one of the trade-offs is if I take three days off to prepare like my going live clips, that allows me to go live earlier on the days that I am streaming. So I'm hoping we can go from doing three hour streams to three, five hour streams. That will be really cool. That will be really, really cool to me. So we'll see. Um, if things ultimately don't work, I, I'll go back. Um, we'll figure something out and we'll, we'll try a new schedule. Like I said in the blog post, one of the things that I have to get comfortable with is not being afraid to try. And um, that will be, I guess that'll be the mantra for 2019. <laughs> Don't be afraid. So, of course, we're going to end it like we always do. Uh, the highlight of my week is without a doubt the 24-hour stream. It, it was a perfect cap to a wonderful year. Uh, what a great way to just look back and reminisce with everybody and look forward to what we can see in the future. Because I definitely have high hopes. Um, but I want to know from you, what was the highlight of your week? What made you really happy at the tab stream on any platform of your choice? Let me know. I'd, I'd live to hear what makes you happy and make sure you're using the hashtag tap the tab stream highlight so I can find it. All right, everybody, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, star, comment, whatever it is that you need to do on the pod podcast platform of choice it helps it helps get us uh, notoriety on whatever platform you're using and it'll ultimately grow this podcast if you did enjoy me and my musings you can find me at the tab stream on twitter instagram facebook youtube i am everywhere doing all the things uh i make short clips that you can watch and it's a easy to just digest and, and see what i'm all about uh if you are interested in video game streaming you can find me at mixer.com slash the tap stream where i do stream three days a week um still ironing out the details but i'm most likely starting around 5 or 5 30 p.m central standard time uh Check the socials because that's not starting until the second week of January. But anyway, mixer.com slash the tap stream. Uh, if you enjoyed, if you want to be a part of this wonderful community, go to the tapstream.com. If you go to the menu icon, you can find a discord link. Click that. It's an instant invite and you can be a part of this wonderful, wonderful community that I'm happy to be a part of. And finally, finally, if you want to know how I'm feeling, thetapstream.com slash blog. I wrote up a pretty lengthy blog post about this year. You all mean the world to me. Thank you for listening. Stay positive. Keep celebrating. Love your faces, everybody. <laughs>